Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Life with Monica Matthews. Somebody's got to say it. So people like you until they don't. <laughs> that was one of my profound tweets recently. And about 97% of my audience got it. percent were like huh what does that mean I'm like well if you got it high five (laughs) if you didn't high five it's okay I'm glad you asked because there's no such thing as a stupid question but people like you until they don't I have been in the entertainment industry since I was born basically and as a singer my our, our motto and mantra in the music business is you're only as good as your last album in the business I'm in now, which is communications and radio predominantly, I am only as good to you as my last broadcast. It's really the last time that you felt like I understood you or you agreed with me. Or I caused a little bit of tension, but I didn't offend you to the point of I'm never listening to her again. Okay, But I am always aware of the fact that you could, from one broadcast, from one podcast to another, you could decide you're sick of this. And you're just going to go somewhere else. And guess what? I'm totally fine with that. (laughs) And to some people, that sounds like, oh, gosh, that's so callous. And I'm like, no, it's called confidence. And it's called me respecting your choice. I am not moved. Sure, my numbers matter. My audience numbers matter, of course, for a number of reasons. Monetization, connectivity. Uh, and the whole reason I do this is to be connected to people and to, you know, provide daily bread, if you will, for folks in a very hungry and daily water in a very thirsty world. And I feel like this is the lane that I have been positioned in by my creator and I'm going to do it and do it well. And I'm also uh, adult enough and mature enough to know that not everyone is going to like what I have to say. That's why my tagline says, somebody's got to say it. (laughs) So it might as well be me. (laughs) I'm okay with that. And I understand the consequences that come with that. So I want to talk a little bit about today about uh, codependency. So what is codependency? Because I got to tell you, I was accused of being a codependent for many years of my life. And many of you have been too. And I call it an accusation because to me, it was always coming from a position of weakness. Like I had to have somebody. Anything dependent is like a four-letter word for me, unless you're on my tax return. So, but but I feel like, damn it, I'm not going to have my daughter this year. So I'm really feeling the effects of that. But I but with dependency, anything codependent is just like, ugh, it just reeks of weakness, right? And I don't ever like to align with anything weak. <laughs> Although my faith tells me that in my weakness, God's strength is made perfect. (laughs) So I have to remind myself of that constantly, that it's okay to have weaknesses. But to be codependent with someone, this is going to blow your mind. This is a definition that one of my former pastors gave me, and I've never forgotten it. And you won't either. It might take you a second, kind of like 
my proverb I dropped on you at the front of the pod, of the podcast. People like you until they don't. People need you until they don't. Okay. Codependency is simply this. Calling that which is evil good in the name of love. I'm going to say that again. Calling that which is evil, comma, good in the name of love. When we come back, I'm going to really unravel some of this so that maybe you can see where some of these areas in your life need to be confronted. Oh, Monica, all the time. This is How You Live Life with Monica Matthews. I see the moon, I see the moon, I see the moon. Oh, when you're looking at the sun. All right, we're talking about codependency today. So what is codependency? Calling that which is evil good in the name of love. Okay, how do we do that? What does that look like? Think about this. Let's say you live with someone who's angry all the time. This is a great one to start. This is a great place to start because a lot of people, you, a lot of you email me with this. Um, I live with someone who's angry. What do I do? Okay, so what do most people do over a period of time? You start to adapt. You start making subtle changes to you, your personality, things about you that were perfectly fine with this person whenever you first met because we all had on our happy faces and perfect faces, right? And then you get married and or maybe it started before you got married because quite honestly, ladies and gentlemen, most of us show our cards while we're dating. And most of us come up with big capital flags while we're dating <laughs> and we go, oh, I can deal with it. Or we've come so far. Or we've had such great sex. Or I'm pregnant or whatever the thing or the or is, okay, you know, this is real life, right? Real talk here, real speak. But you live with an angry, contentious person. So what do you do? You start adapting your ways in order to accommodate that person's anger. And someone who is angry all the time is going to introduce a certain level of evil, strife, contention. When I say evil, I'm talking, I'm not talking demonics. I'm not talking this person needs to be, you know, crucified. I'm saying that any type of living with contention and strife and fear. Remember what I said on my last pod, my last podcast, faith and fear um, demand to be fulfilled. So when you live in constant fear, you are living in an evil environment. That is not good. It's not righteous. It's not godly. It's not what your creator designed for you to live in constantly was fear. Proverbs says, I didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of love and of joy and peace and of a sound mind. A sound mind. Okay, someone who's angry all the time is not living in a sound mind. And if you start adapting your behavior to accommodate that person's anger, you have just now said amen to their, boy, it's such a harsh word, but I'm just going to say it, to their evil. Calling that which is evil good in the name of love. And see, and a lot of you walk around with your own badges of honor. You know, you know how the, the Girl Scouts are and the brownies, right? They got these patches that they wear, <laughs> right? Your little badges, <laughs> your community badges. Well, a lot of you stick those on yourselves every day like, hey, I'm still here. Yeah, he's still a, a rat bastard, but I'm, at least I'm still here. I'm sticking it out. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's not noble. It's not noble for you to jeopardize your health, your children's health, your sanity, 
And this person deserves their liberty. This person deserves the opportunity to step outside of that and get some help. So if you're not willing to confront the issue and you're not willing to get honest, which is something I talk about almost every show, unraveling the knots of life, if you're living with someone who's contentious, an alcoholic, if you're not willing to address that and confront it, no one is going to live in liberty. No one. And above all else, I believe God's first purpose is always people and his first priority is always our liberty. And there's nothing liberating about being stuck in an addiction. And some people are addicted to anger. Some people are addicted to aligning themselves with people who need them. That's called codependency. There's nothing noble about that. And that comes from your own level of woundedness, where you feel if someone needs you, they'll never leave you. And that is a lie. That is no way to live. And so it's worth the risk of getting honest about whatever it is you're codependent with. You can do this in the workplace as well. Some of you have to work with really contentious people and bosses who are never pleased. What do you do with that? How do you process that? Do you just stay angry and carry that crap home with you? Or are you willing to take the risk to confront your employer coming from the standpoint of, hey, we're out of alignment and I want to be an asset to the company. What else can I do? What else can I do to help you with your job in terms of how can I do my job better to make your job easier? A lot of managers who are angry would actually just love to hear that from someone. Maybe they just, what can I do to take the pressure off of you? You would probably surprise somebody with that type of an attitude. But over the long run, I had someone in my small group not long ago who was like, what do I do? I live with this contentious person at my job day after day after day. It's costing me my marriage, my health, my kids. I, what do I do? And I was like, well, that's kind of obvious. You need to find another job. She went to this person a hundred times. Can we please get right and work this out? I can't work like this. The person wasn't willing to change. So you're either going to choose codependency, where you are calling that which is evil good in the name of what you perceive as love. If you look around our country, if you look around the world right now, and a lot of you see disorder and chaos and contention and strife and open borders and multiculturalism that's costing different nations their sovereignty and their liberty, you don't have to look any further than codependency. Our inability to call that which is evil, evil, is what leads us into oppression and keeps us there. All right. Thanks for listening. You can follow me on monicamatthews.com, iTunes, Stitcher, all kinds of different mediums, download mediums. Please share, share, share my podcast. Appreciate you guys over the pond. Really appreciate you praying for your hashtag Brexit. <laughs> and um, yeah, hit me up at uh, Monica at monicamatthews.com with your dear Monica letters. Love getting them. And, uh, and just know I'll probably read some of them on the air. Keep your identity, you know, between us. But I do love you. Have a beautiful day.